Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Daryl with another episode of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey Podcast. Today, um, as I sip on this Elijah Craig small batch, amazing gift, love the, love the glass. But yeah, um, today, more than anything, uh, I just want to dive into what the whole New Year thing means. And please excuse me, I didn't write notes on this this episode, which I try to do, I, I have done since the beginning because what you all will never hear is the first episode I recorded when I thought that podcasting was just as easy as speaking my mind, and um, it's really, it's much harder than that, you should have some planned points, but I think that, that the inspiration I have today might be able to take me through, you know, 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes, so I'm going to jump in and discuss what 2020 looks like and what new years, new decades, new eras mean to us. So as you heard on my last episode, a very short one that I released on Christmas Eve, I talked about preparing for the new year and taking the time to really get things together, to get organized. I think all those things are very, very important. I've really taken the past two weeks to reflect to write down some goals, to finish up my vision board, and not only to write down the goals and, and set up the vision board, but then set up the steps that would allow me to achieve the goals that I've set. As some close friends know, as many others don't, 2019 was an extremely tough year for me. Um, it was professionally one of the most challenging that I've had since I left Charlotte about five years ago. Yeah, actually, I left Charlotte in 2014. So, professionally, since I left Charlotte, I've been thriving. Everything has, uh, hasn't been perfect, but it's been a continued trek toward upward mobility. And I've been very grateful for that. I've had opportunities that really fell in my lap. I would go to one meeting and meet someone who wanted to give me a step into the right direction, into another direction, a step up. And it's been, it has been great. So I was pretty professionally spoiled for about four and a half years. Then comes June of 2018 and Desiree and I are taking off to go overseas for two months. That trip required me to leave my, my pretty cushy professional job and um, walk into uncertainty. Now, while I did want more opportunities, leaving that job was very challenging for me. We came back after two months, so I left mid-2018, came back after two months, and I knew, well, okay, gotta get back on the grind, gotta figure out what's next, because I came back to the United States without a job, and with very little but my camera and my drive. We got back in August of 2018. September happened, October happened, November happened, December happened. Now we're into 2019. January happened, February started, and I still didn't have a job. Um, by the end of February, I had secured a position at a nonprofit 
that does some phenomenal work, but one that doesn't have the resources to offer everyone on staff full-time positions. So had a great or have a great title, but didn't wasn't getting what I was used to as far as um, compensation. And this is me being completely transparent. So you know, take it for what it is. But I just wasn't where I wanted to be professionally. And this this was for the remainder of 2019. So we're sitting here looking at February to December, nothing. Um, I wasn't sure what this year looked like, but I remember saying in 2018, at the end of the year, hey, 2019 is gonna be my year and we're gonna make it happen because I just did two months overseas, I jumped out on faith and I came back and I did about five, four months of soul searching and figuring out where I wanted to be. And so here we go, 2019 is my year. And 2019 starts in, and January wasn't my month, but it's cool because February is coming. I still got the rest of the year. And then February comes and I get a part-time job doing, you know, in the field that I want to be in, but it, it still wasn't exactly what I wanted. And so for the remainder of the year, I'm sitting here wondering, wow, 2019 is supposed to be my year. Where you at, B? Because the end of 2018 wasn't my my half of the year. You know, the fourth quarter wasn't my quarter. So 2019 was good. And all of that that happened for, for 12 months, I was, or excuse me, for one month I was unemployed. For 11 months, I was underemployed. And I just didn't feel that I was moving in a direction that set me up for success. Um, for the last two months of the year, I uh, picked up a part-time gig seasonally just to, you know, bring some extra money in. Um, of course, still shooting my camera, so photography is making what it makes. But as far as a steady income, stable income with benefits, I was in foreign territory. I was not where I was comfortable. And all in all, 2019 was a year of pushing myself out of my level of comfort and into a space where I could still be grateful for the moments when I, I was at my, my worldly lowest. Um, and it was a challenge. It was a very challenging year. And I'm just giving you all this, this backstory to then say every year isn't going to be your year. You know, Michael Jordan didn't win a championship every year he played. Um, you know, Jay-Z doesn't get a Grammy every year he drops an album, nor does Beyonce. I don't think, I don't know. I'm not a Beyonce fan. She might. If she does, that's wonderful. But either way, you know, they're, they're, neither of them get album of the year every year. And so you have to realize that there are going to be periods in your life when you are rebuilding. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you undeserving of the blessings that are to come. That just means that there are lessons that have to be learned. This year, 
or excuse me, <laughs> we're in 2020 now. 2019 for me, the lesson that I learned, it, it re, reinforced some of the levels of humility that I, uh, that I, I may have lost, you know. I, I feel like I'm a pretty humble guy. Um, confident, certainly. But as far as humility goes, I think that um, I can walk into any room, be it side by side with President Barack Obama or, you know, Emmett Dougal Terrace chilling on the corner with, with some of my cousins who, um, who yeah, do the thing. And uh, I, can, I can go anywhere and be comfortable. But to, to go from a high place, have a nice office, great benefits, you know, a credit card with a, you know, what, five-figure limit. I, um, excuse me, a business credit card with a five-figure limit. So, um, you know, that that's pretty, pretty nice. And to now have spent a couple months working retail in order to make ends meet, it was, it was God reminding me that it can always get back here and so never forget that. That was, that was one of the first lessons that I got from last year. And I don't know if I can say I'm glad that, that he taught it to me, but I'm glad that he taught it to me right now. Um, because what I learned from it was it can always get back here, but you do what you have to do to make ends meet. Being in a retail setting within my hometown, seeing people that I know who know the position that I was in a year and a half ago, it um it reminded me that I'm no better than anyone and no one is any better than me. Hold your head high, be confident, and do whatever you have to do to put food on the table because at the end of the day, none of these people are gonna pay my bills for me. None of these people are gonna put gas in my tank. None of these people are gonna put food on my table. Green money spends the same way. Doesn't matter how much of it you have. One dollar out of my pocket is the exact same as one dollar out of Bill Gates' pocket. Another lesson that I learned over this uh, this past year is that in order to be an entrepreneurial man in a world that, or excuse me, an entrepreneurial black man without coming from resources, in a world that does not appreciate black men who push envelopes and go against the grain, it can be very, very disheartening. When you see classmates and and friends who, let's be honest, who aren't as skilled as you, succeeding in ways that you aren't, you don't get jealous of them, but you wonder, hey, I have this intellectual capacity, I have the ability to do this and this, where's my opportunity, or why wasn't I born with a silver spoon? Those are the questions that that you will ask yourself. But 
um, you also have to realize that the the emotional dexterity that is built through these tough times is invaluable because everyone has tough times. Doesn't matter who you are, black, white, old, young, um, brown, doesn't matter your complexion, race, demographics, you're gonna have tough times. The thing is, if you are born in those tough times and if you are shaped and molded in those tough times, when the tough times come, they're gonna hurt a lot less than if you were coddled your entire life. So I, I challenge you to to thank God for the moments when, when you're uncertain and thank God for those days when you say, I deserve better because you'll get better if you just keep working. But those people who, who never had a, a tough moment in their life, the people who never had to work for what they had, you know, when, when mommy or daddy are gone, they're gonna break. We're not built to break. You know, I um, I think about my father a lot, who passed in 2011. I don't know if I've said that on any episode on any episode before, but I think about the fact that my dad was a huge dreamer. I mean, guy, the guy's thoughts were larger than life. One of the most articulate, well-read people that I or you have ever met. If you haven't met him. He still was that. Um, but yeah, I think about his drive, his determination, the challenges he faced as a black man who was, you know, if he, I don't know what his IQ was, but damn near genius level. And he didn't have a college degree. He worked his way up in one of the biggest sports agent firms in the United States at the time. Very uh, successful by worldly means and then decided, hey, I have a dream that's bigger than working for someone else. I don't want to be the vice president of this company. I want to be the president of my own. And so to step out on faith is, uh, is something that is in my blood. But it's also something that is scary because when that happened, I saw things change. I saw years of amazing success. I saw them closer to probably a decade of, of big challenges that entrepreneurs face. And so while it inspires me and I see how the dream unfolds and how one can, can grow as an entrepreneur, I also can see the pitfalls and the, the struggles that it brings not only to your professional but also your personal life. This year, as I step into what I believe is going to be the best year of my life, I also am aware that me saying 2020 is my year doesn't make 2020 my year. This could be a, a another year of challenges and if it is, I have to remember that it doesn't mean it's the end of the road. It means that it's a bump in the road. Life doesn't end because you have a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, a bad decade. Life ends when you stop trying. So I really do hope that 2020 is all of our years, but it can't be. Shoot. The soldiers in Fort Bragg got deployed because some idiot decided, you know, it was time to check Iran. Um, 
So it's not going to be everyone's year, unfortunately. People are going to suffer losses, be they familial, be they financial, be they professional. Losses are going to happen this year. We're going to have challenges. It's Everyone can't win this year. I, I'm sorry. If you're not one of the ones who wins, know that your time is coming. Know that it is going to get better. If you are one of the ones who wins, be grateful for, for the stroke of luck that didn't allow you to fall victim to, to life's happenings, the inevitable ones. Um, I really, I, I want this to be a great year for us all. Um, I want us to all grow. I want us to all get better. I want us to all build ourselves up and build our communities up to the point that even when we have challenging times, we don't quit. But to do that, you have to keep in mind that this is just a moment. This is a moment in your life and it will pass. My 2019 passed, I'm in 2020. I, I see some great things happening. I've got some amazing things in the works. I've got some challenges I still know I have to face that began last year that are going into 2020. And who knows how far after that. But I have faith that once all of this works out, I'm not going to have any regrets. So have faith with me. Walk into 2020, um, listen to my podcast, and, and know that it's going to get better if it's not good right now. And if it is good, still, I believe that we'll be blessed with so much more than we can imagine if we just keep the faith. And there's one more uh, point I want to hit before I, I close out for the day. But it is that when, when you are down on your luck, having a circle that, that really supports you, and not talking about financially, um, but who supports you emotionally, people who are there for you, people who you can vent to, there's, there's nothing more valuable than that. And so I challenge you that when you see them succeeding, even when you're down, cheer them on. Clap them up, shout them out, um, all of those things. You know, real quick, I'll, uh, I'll open my Instagram. But last year, while I was facing you know, numerous trials, I had a ton of friends who, who did a lot of great things. I'm gonna shout a few of them out real quick, right? And you can follow them on Instagram, that would be great. So, Desiree, my wife, secured a crazy number of sponsorships on her uh, her blog. Follow her on Instagram, on I Can You Can Vegan. My boy Vince took standard grooming into a full year. In college, Vince was cutting everyone's hair and he was charging $30 a month, I think, for unlimited cuts. Now this man is charging upwards of $60 a cut at his own barber shop in Brooklyn, New York. And the shop made it a year. How many more years? I mean, I, I put an infinity sign behind that because I really think that the guy could create a brand that transcends time. If America can make it that long, but that's, that's another podcast episode. My boy Corey uh, at CB Grizzly, right? So 
Corey has taken his big and tall modeling career to a huge level. The guy is is really trying to um, brand himself as North Carolina's big and tall model. I think he's going to do it. LaFell, at LaFell Music. Him and, uh, him and Kiara announced the birth of their upcoming baby girl. I had the privilege of photographing their uh, baby shower. Great people, um, great artists. LaFell is, is very well known for his, his musical career, but Kiki is also a, a phenomenal uh, visual artist. So, yeah, check her out. My wife, Desiree, let's go back to her real quick again. She just got her master's degree. Boom. Crazy. Um, Sharp. JR. JR Sharp took his brand of Six Pack Fuel, which is focused on nutrition and fitness, to a whole new level. He's he's doing some big things. He got some online content coming that is going to going to take the internet by storm. So yeah, definitely shouting him out. Um, over the past year, Desiree and I have been looking for a, a new church in. We've been rocking with Six Eight Church in Durham because they take the gospel of Jesus Christ and put it into the scope of social justice. I think that especially looking at Durham, the community, and what's happening around us, that that's big. Earlier today on Instagram, they put out an announcement saying that some people from Durham's housing project, one of Durham's biggest housing projects, uh, a lot of them were displaced because the uh, building codes weren't up to stand, or buildings weren't up to code. Those kind of things are, are very important. So while, uh, while we're looking at churches around the area, 6-8 is doing some amazing work and it's something that I think everyone should uh, should look to be a part of, even if you're not a part of that church specifically. Um, then you got Triangle Clothing Company, which is my boy Micah decided to start his own um, clothing brand. Dude has a great graphic design mind and is really trying to move into the direction of, hey, how do we take these designs I have and create a sustainable, community-centric uh, clothing brand? So, you know, oh, one more. Uh, homegirl, Steph Lou. She, uh, she, she wasn't on the Instagram post. I can, I can only post so many people. But uh, she just got a new job. So, I mean, I have a ton of friends. Devin, one more. Devin Smith. Um, Dev got a new position. Great company. Um, doing some amazing content creation and uh, brand strategy. So when you're having a rough year, look around, see how God is, or a rough half decade or whatever. Look at how many people in your circle God is blessing. He hasn't, forget, he has, he hasn't forgotten about you. Um, God is just, you know, doing a couple more things to get everything perfect. And once stuff is perfect in in that plan is going to show up for you. So yeah, that's my time today, folks. I hope that this has been beneficial. Um, and really, go back, rewind, follow those people that I shouted out because they're, they're doing some major things and it's only a matter of time before you're seeing them on a, on a grand scale. Anyway, hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Um, please share this episode. 
Yeah. Happy New Year. Peace.